Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. No duh, right? Here we discuss everything from car news, culture, movies, stories, games, interviews, events, and so much more. Without further delay, on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to another new car special. Today, we are diving into the 2022 GMC Sierra. I checked the, the date of this article and I realized why I missed this. It was during, it was right in the middle of me editing the Viper Days Reunion Part 1 video, so that's why I missed it. So, 2022 GMC Sierra 1500 embraces luxury and tech, gains new AT4X and Denali Ultimate trims. Now, I could have sworn I had already talked about this truck, so I checked Podbean. Nope, no episode comes up. So, either you're going to get, <laughs> either you're going to get a second dose of the same information you already heard, or, or, which is what I'm expecting this to be, the first episode of the 2022 GMC Sierra 1500. Not only am I expecting that, I'm hoping that's the case, because I really don't want to redo, I don't want to redundantly do an episode I've already done, because I didn't, I couldn't find it on Podbeam. And in any case, let's get into it. Consumers have fallen in love with luxury pickups, and the GMC Sierra Denali helped pave the way as it was originally launched 20 years ago. While the truck has been immensely popular, it's been outclassed by far higher-end versions of the Ram 1500, which offer a more upscale interior with a 12-inch infotainment system. GMC is now fighting back with a 2022 Sierra 1500, which features an updated design, a significantly improved interior, and cutting-edge technology. However, the company isn't stopping there, as they're also adding new Denali Ultimate and AT4X trims. I also want to point out that the DS generation of the 1500 also gave the Denali, uh, Denali Sierra is a good run for their money. The GMC Sierra has always been one of the better looking pickups and that trend continues as the facelifted model adopts a more refined design. Starting up front, there's a revised grille which is better integrated into the curvier fascia. They're joined by new LED headlights with daytime running lights that feature a less pronounced C shape. Speaking of the lights, owners can expect expressive lighting animations when approaching, starting, or walking away from the vehicle. Additional changes are limited, but the, sport, but the truck sports a revised front bumper and more discreet fog lights. The SLT and Denali come with restyled wheels, while buyers will also find a revised color palette that now includes titanium rush metallic, dynamic blue metallic, and desert sand metallic. All interesting names. I like the dynamic blue, the desert sand, less, less so. Without a doubt, the weakest aspect of the outgoing Sierra was its plasticky interior. While the entry-level Pro largely retains the old-school cabin, SLE and above trims have an all-new interior that is far more upscale and luxurious. The changes are extensive for a facelift, and the model sports a new 12.3-inch digital instrument cluster, as well as a 3.4-inch infotainment system with built-in Google Maps, Google Assistant, and Google Play. This provides a number of benefits as owners can install apps on the infotainment system and use their voice to make calls, send texts, and control the audio navigation and climate control systems. The infotainment system is highly customizable and uses and users can select between full or split screen displays. It also boasts Amazon Alexa as well as wireless Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Putting the screens aside, the truck has a new center console with a relocated shifter on models equipped with front bucket seats. Buyers will also find higher quality materials, improved switchgear, and a newly and a newly standard power adjustable steering column on higher end variants. GMC helped to spearhead the luxury truck movement, and the all-new Denali Ultimate aims to reassert their leadership by being the most advanced and most luxurious pickup in its class. It builds on the standard Denali and features a unique grille as well as exclusive Vader chrome accents. The truck also sports power sidesteps, a carbon pro bed, 
a multi-pro tailgate and exclusive 22-inch wheels with low-gloss black finish, as well as machined inserts. Or sorry, machined accents. Those are nice features, but luxury trucks are all about the interior, and this is where the Denali Ultimate shines, thanks to its Alpine Umber cabin with full-grain leather on the seats, door panels, and center console. Buyers will also find a leather-wrapped instrument panel, leather-wrapped grab handles, and a micro-suede headliner that continues down the pillars. If that wasn't luxurious enough, the truck comes equipped with 16-way power front seats that feature heating, ventilation, and massage. Other highlights include a 12-speaker Bose premium audio system, a digital rearview mirror, and a 15-inch multicolor heads-up display. Another interesting touch is the open-pore Paldeo wood trim, which has laser-etched topographical maps of the summit of Mount Denali. The map-inspired accents can also be found on the seats, and they're accompanied by ultimate badges up front. Besides the unique styling cues and equipment, the Denali Ultimate comes standard with the Super Cruise semi-autonomous driving system. It allows for hands-free operation on more than 200,000 miles or 321,869 kilometers of compatible highway, no, of compatible roadway in the United States and Canada. The system also boasts automatic lane change and lane change on-demand functions, as well as the ability to be used when towing. Ah, would you really want it to be used while towing? Uh, uh, Furthermore, the Denali Ultimate features a comfort-focused suspension with adaptive ride control. It's joined by a 6.2-liter V8 that produces 420 horsepower, 309 kilowatts or 426 PS, and 460 pound-feet or 624 newton-meters of torque. The engine is paired to a 10-speed automatic transmission and a standard four-wheel drive system. While the Denali Ultimate is focused on luxury, the new AT4X blends comfort with off-road capability. It boasts Multimatic DSSV spool valve dampers and unique springs that give the model an additional 1 to 2 inches, 25 to 50 millimeters of suspension travel when compared to the standard AT4. The truck also, the truck also sports front and rear e-lockers, additional underbody protect, protection, and 18-inch wheels wrapped in Goodyear Wrangler Duratrack Dura mud, mud Terrain tires. Other highlights include an off-road focused one-pedal driving mode and available rock sliders. Despite its rugged nature, the AT4X is one civilized cowboy as it has an upscale obsidian brush interior with black leather that is contrasted by white piping and red stitching. The truck also sports dark ashwood trim as well as a number of features shared with the Denali Ultimate. These include 16-way power, mas power massaging front seats, a micro-suede headliner, a sunroof, a heads-up display, a Bose audio system, and okay, we already know about all that stuff. The 2022 GMC Sierra comes standard with a suite of driver assistance systems that includes forward collision assist, automatic emergency braking, and front pedestrian braking. They're joined by lane change alert with side blind zone alert and IntelliBeam headlights. Customers can order additional safety features including an enhanced adaptive cruise control system that now works when towing. Speaking of towing, there's a trailer side blind zone alert which factors in the length of the trailer. The truck also offers up to 14 different camera views, including a transparent trailer view, which allows you to see through your trailer thanks to an accessory camera mounted on, on its back. Last but not least, there's a new GCW alert system. It warns drivers when the truck may be overloaded, and is a handy feature as it can be hard to know how much weight you're carrying around. Like the 2022 Chevrolet Silverado 1500, the Sierra can be equipped with a significantly improved turbocharged 2.7-liter four-cylinder engine. It features a host of changes, including a more rigid cylinder block, cylinder block casting, and a 30% stiffer crankshaft. Thanks to these and other updates, it now produces an estimated 310 horsepower, 231 kilowatts, or 314 PS, and 420 pound-feet, or 569 newton meters of torque. 
That's 72 pound-feet or 98 newton meters more than its predecessor, and the truck's 8-speed automatic transmission has been updated to offer quicker downshifts as well as more refinement. The four-cylinder also has a higher towing capacity as its maximum rating climbs to 9,600 pounds or 4,354 kilograms. On the topic of towing, models equipped with a 3-liter Duramax turbo diesel that produces 277 horsepower, 207 kilowatts or 281 PS, and 460 pound-feet or 623 newton meters of torque can now tow up to 13,200 pounds or 5,987 uh, 5,987 kilograms thanks to chassis changes that allowed for the inclusion of a max tow package. Last but not least, the 4.3 liter V6 has been dropped while the 5.3 liter V8 continues to produce 355 horsepower, 265 kilowatts, 360 PS, and 383 pound-feet of torque, or 519 newton meters of torque. The facelifted GMC CR1500 will arrive at dealerships in the first quarter of 2022. Well, we're pretty much out of that now. And the company is currently accepting reservations on their website. Pricing starts at $32,495 for the entry-level Pro grade, but buyers will need to upgrade to the $43,895 SLE grade to experience the new interior. Prices quickly climb from there, and the AT4X starts at $74,995, which is a $14,000 premium over the standard AT4. However, that's nothing compared to the $80,395 Denali Ultimate, which costs $19,100 more than the standard Denali. Alrighty, hard stats out of the way. What do I think of the looks? Honestly, I think this is a pretty, this is a really attractive looking pickup truck. I don't think it looks better than, than the current 1500, you know, the DT generation. But this might be the second best looking pickup truck on sale right now, for sure. Definitely. If the current 1500 looks the way Silverado 1500, if that looks the way I think it looks, then this easily blows that out of the water. Still, if you like the way GMC Denali's have looked in the past, this isn't a massive departure from that. The only thing, the only thing I could really see is it's got this kind of boomerang look on the bottom where there's a character line that starts out flat near the base of the upper grill and then base of the upper grill and then top of the lower front bumper. And then it kind of curves up. I want to say like cheekbones, but it kind of curves up to match the angle of the headlights, of the DRL, anyway. Pretty good looking. Yeah, honestly, I really, really like this. This is by far the second best looking pickup truck on sale right now. So yeah, like I said, if, you've already, if you're already a fan of the way GMC Denali's have looked in the past, you're probably going to like this. I'd be pretty surprised if, you, if Denali fans did not like this. The only thing I could see them potentially not liking is that kind of cheekbone arrangement at the edges of the front bumper there. They might have preferred a flat. A flat character line rather than ones that rather than the character line that curves up at the edges like it currently like it does with the new model here but yeah so the face i would give a seven i give a 7.6 really really good looking face i don't have that much to say about it honestly i think it's a good evolution of the of the of the prior denali sierra denali face if we go to the back here i'm not really noticing that much that's different if i'm honest with you taillights look pretty similar you have the kind of Split tailgate, you have the big main tailgate and then the upper three-quarter tailgate that that uh goes below the GMC text. So it's almost like you have like a bench, basically. It's a small little bench at the top of the big tailgate. So big tailgate, small tailgate, basically a lip. So that's that's effectively the same. That doesn't look any different. Still kind of cool, but no different. Face, yeah, this is a really good looking pickup truck. It's now got a face to match the rear, which is very nice. Let's see, one thing I do find interesting, and I think this is the Denali Ultimate, 
is that the GMC letters, instead of being in red like they normally are, they're actually in black with a well, they're in a and they're more they're in a gray with the typical chrome outline that GMCs have. I think that's a nice kind of restrained touch, more luxurious touch. You have an ultimate badge that also looks pretty good. Looks like it's got some wood graining, wood pattern, wood pattern in there. I like that. You have 6.2 liter. That's the V8. You have that. You know how the new 1500 has that, uh, I think it's 5.7 Hemi badge right at the top of the front fender near the base, sort of near the base of the A pillar. GMC has been doing that for a while and it seems like they might have changed the badge just a little bit. Not that much. If we go to the interior, I don't think this is a perfect interior. I don't think it even beats out the DT1500's interior, but it is a huge step in the right direction. You have a much more horizontally oriented interior compared to the DT15 compared to the Ram 1500 DT1500's uh, vertically oriented interior. So you have a horizontally oriented touchscreen uh, infotainment screen even you have a you have horizontally oriented air vents as well well in the central in the center of the dash at the far edges near the doors vertically oriented still but right in the middle just above the infotainment screen horizontally oriented once again you have all the hvac functions once again a little horizontally ori oriented if we go lower on the dash closer towards the center console you have this interesting design element that kind of intersects the hvac function from the touchscreen from the wood paneling where the airbag cover, where the uh, passenger side airbag would be. And you have this black, this black material up too far away to see what it is. Yeah, so that's the wood. God, that's cool. Let me keep going, see if I can find a better interior shot. So we have AT4X. Is this the, yeah, this is the AT4X interior. Okay. I should still be able to tell the difference. Okay, we do not have enough interior shots. Yeah, we do not have enough interior shots for me to get a good close up on, on that on that material, let me zoom in in car scoops here. Yeah, so you have the wood paneling on the airbag cover, like the midsection of the dashboard, and then just below that you have a, a black leather material. And getting back to that lower center console design element I was talking about, where the leather is, once again, separates the HVAC functions from the horizontally oriented touchscreen. And it's kind of got this, I think sort of like, not waterfall effect, but, it, it cascades downwards. And what's interesting is that the bar, right? Because normally in a lower center console, you have the two bars, almost like the pillars, right? That connect all that connect it all together. Well, in the Denali, on the driver's side, the bar doesn't intersect the HVAC functions. Let's see. There's something in the middle there. I can't tell what it is, but it's a little button here that controls something, and that's why the bar does not does not connect with does not connect with the horizontal portion of the bar that sits just below the touchscreen. So what it basically does is it visually separates the HVAC functions from the passenger side. It makes it more of a of a driver control because it's open on that side. Driver has control of the HVAC functions. I don't think it's all that slanted towards the driver. Maybe, may, actually, I think it is, but only by a little bit. Not by much. Only by a little bit. But 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 that separation. That, sep that separation between the driver and the passenger, uh, the passenger and the driver, is a pretty interesting touch because, for continuity's sake, what GMC could have just done is take the the black surface where the HVAC functions are and then just continue it all the way across. So then you have the leather sur so you have the leather surface that sits just below the infotainment screen and then goes all the way goes all the way to the passenger side of the airbag cover sits just below that, and then you have the rest of it. But what they did instead was continue that, that lower leather surface 
all the way around to where maybe you'd rest your knee, right? On that part of the center console, on the passenger side. On the driver's side, though, because they have a button, they separate it. They let it be what it is. So it's, it's just an interesting choice of asymmetry to me. That's what's most interesting about it. So if we keep looking at the interior here, these seats are gorgeous. You got a pretty dark orange, almost a burnt orange uh, seat insert with some white piping and white stitching around it. Very luxurious, very truck-like, very uh, King Ford King Ranch-esque to me. Very beautiful. Rear seats, same deal there. You got a, you got a nice uh, trail pattern or maybe a, a top, topogra topographical pattern on the on the seats there, on the seat inserts, which is nice. Not on the headrest, which is interesting, but definitely on the seat insert. So if we keep going here, we have a little image of a very Cadillac-esque black, black screen where you have your, I believe that's the Super Cruise, or I say it, for Cadillac, it's Super Cruise. I don't think GM, I don't think GMC has a catchy name for it yet, but you know how on the Cadillac Escalade or some other uh, Cadillac models to have that black, that little black bar on the top of the steering wheel? at like 12, at 12 o'clock, and that's for your semi-autonomous driving system. They basically copied that here for GMC, and makes sense why reinvent the wheel for that. Perhaps, perhaps we prefer something a little bit more unique, but it is what it is. You know, something that differentiates, even though the system's the same, something that differentiates it visually, G differentiates the GMC integration of the system from the Cadillac integration of the system. But again, it is what it is. It doesn't really matter. AT4X, not too many photos of that on the exterior side, but once again, I still think it looks really, really good. I like it. If we go to the interior, the, this interior is just all black. Much better than most other GM truck interiors, pretty much all other GM, GM truck interiors I've seen so far. Beautiful. Beautiful. I don't think it's quite at RAM level. I think there's a few oddities here or there, mostly the design. In a few ways. I think it's it's a bit of a tall-looking dash. It's a bit tall. I don't know. I'd really have to see it in the flesh. But so far, my immediate thought is the Ram 1500's interior is still better. This, though, is a worthy contender. This is definitely a worthy contender, which is not something we could say for GM truck interiors for a very long time. So this is a much... This is a very welcome change. A very welcome improvement from old GMC, GMC Sierra Denali interiors. So overall... Uh, the interior, I would give a 7 point, I think I'd give a 7.3. It's a nice looking interior. I don't think it beats Ram. Exterior, I'm going to give a 7.4. Really attractive, handsome looking truck. So overall, I would give the package a 7 point, I think a 7.5 or a 7.6. If you like GMC trucks, I th personally, I think this is more of the same. I think this is more of the same, just evolved and improved. And that's a very good thing. So I think GMC truck fans will be pretty pleased. On the whole, we'll be pretty pre pretty pleased with the 2022 GMC Sierra 1500. What do you think of the new Sierra 1500, though? Do you like it? Do you hate it? Are you somewhere in between? Let me know in the comments below. In the meantime, I hope you all enjoyed this new car special. If you did, please make sure to like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, please like, comment, share, and consider subscribing. And if you do subscribe, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Please make sure you hit the little notification bell, and then all notifications that way you're notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but you don't have one with the Podbean mobile app, hey, not a problem. Boot up wherever you get your podcast. Type in Cody's Car Conundrum, and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I will see you all next time. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. 
If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.